I'm sweating. Hello, guys. Welcome to the All Bliss Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Nick, and welcome to, to, welcome to today's episode. Today's going to be a really uh, interesting episode, very exciting episode, uh, might I say, because I've been looking forward for this one for a while, and a few of you guys have requested this podcast topic for a little while, and like I said, I had the perfect person and the perfect perfect opportunity to go forth with it. So today we have a very special guest with us live on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And one of your favorite people. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite people here today. Um, my name is Nicole, and I've known Nick for quite some time, and I'm happy to be here. I am a board-certified crisis counselor and mental health coach, and I administer rapid psychological uh, first aid and critical incident stress management to folks with uh, mental illness. Sounds like a lot. That's a mouthful. It is. Now, with I'm, I'm, I'll just jump into it before we jump into because every week we always have people who will stop by and ask questions for the podcast. But I have a few questions of myself um, that I would like to ask you with your with your job. Do you obviously you enjoy it for the most part? Um, you get to, I feel like you get to interact with different, I guess like different groups of people and. Um, I guess get to learn a little bit about their background and do you have like I guess like a favorite method to get to know somebody I guess if that makes sense to you you have to get them to trust you yeah first and foremost that you're there to help them Mm -hmm. and it isn't about you okay so whatever they have going on whatever whatever their issue or concern or illness or whatever they're enduring as long as they know that you're you have their best interests at heart and you want to make sure that you work with them to help them get to a better path in their current existence and that they matter Mm -hmm. um is huge it doesn't matter i don't have a favorite methodology if that's what you're asking yes it's more or less Everybody's different, right? Mm, Everybody has, everybody's situation is different. So having to hone in on exactly what type of psychological first aid that they need, whether it's they're going through something with domestic abuse or they're having, you know, they're in, they have suicidal ideations Mm -hmm. or they're struggling with anxiety, whatever it is, each one of those things comes with a different method to use to help them through that situation. Yeah. Now, see, that's awesome. I, I really feel like, you know, getting to know you over a while, you definitely have a sense of, like a calming sense of a way that you talk towards people. And I feel Thank like you. you definitely put that into your everyday life, especially with the job that you have, um, which I think is absolutely awesome. Um, do you, I guess, do you ever have like moments of... I don't know how to, mm, no, that, that doesn't work right. Um, I guess, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the right way to ask this question without being it. stupid about it. I guess like working within that field, do you have a moment, have a moment where you sit and think to yourself like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Sounds, I don't know. I have my own stuff. How can I help them? Yeah, like, do you ever have, like, moments where you feel like 
you're kind of struggling, I guess, yes. in a sense. Okay. All the time. Okay. But you have, you've been, you have, um, I've made a commitment to help people. Definitely. And it, whatever I have going on for that hour or hour and a half or two, whatever, whatever the time is, um, I have to put whatever that is aside, aside. because they are, they, they're my focus. Mm -hmm. So does it cause for exhaustion after that? A hundred percent. Because it's a huge mental load. Mm -hmm. But you're not carrying their mental load. You're carrying your mental load too. So it's finding a release to not take their stuff with you because mm -hmm. you're already dealing with your own stuff. But that's something that um, as somebody who's been dealing with this for a long time, you can't impart that into their world. You, They should never know what's going on. In their life. Yeah. Unless you choose to, you know, to do that for some reason. It comes up in conversation or something. Mm -hmm. But never a that just puts that bag back on them yeah so no you can't okay. you have to keep that very very delineated yeah because i know they i know like with like therapists i guess they always have that rule where like you're not allowed to get close i know like in the sopranos with tony soprano and his <laughs> therapist you know they get close um but like i know therapists in real life they have that like rule where they're not allowed to i guess like get close interact like, interact with yes. their you you can't you can't i mean there's a there's a there's a line right mm -hmm. like there's a there is a fine line where you have to draw a boundary mm -hmm. to say you know you can contact me if you need me because there are certain people that i deal with that i have to keep those boundaries up because Definitely. otherwise they would blow me up mm -hmm. and you know contact me any every five minutes but there are people that i do know that they do have a very striking issue and they need someone mm -hmm. or it could be detrimental to them mm -hmm. so making sure that you make yourself available to them could potentially save their life yeah so it's it's really a judgment call mm -hmm. when i interact with certain people mm -hmm. that's awesome I, i'm so excited about this so i'm like <laughs> i'm tripping over my words um i guess one question i can ask before we lead into everything else is do you love your job do I love it? Yeah, of course I love it. People are my jam. There you go. And um, is it a lot to mm -hmm. to to carry? Yes. 100%. Because I help people and I see them through about six months of their journey. But then I have to trust that I have done my job. And yeah. after that, it's that they're taking the skills that I have given them to okay. um use those in their own life and i still keep in touch with people that i have helped but i'm their cheerleader yeah essentially you, you gotta make some plays for yourself mm -hmm. i can't i can't force you to run to the to the goal you yeah. need to, to do that for yourself so that's just the i just give them the tools and um but it do i i love people and i love helping people that's what i'm supposed to be here to do mm -hmm. um but I always wonder if they're okay mm -hmm. after I move on and I move on to a next another group of folks to help them. So it's that's awesome. I love that. Empathy. I honestly really it's do. Definitely empathy. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's I'm, I. I love that. I love that. I love hearing about what you do and um, being able to listen to you sometimes and hear you actually 
uh, do it, I guess, is, is the way I'm trying to say it. Sound, <laughs> yeah. like it, I, I can tell you definitely have a, a sense of like passion with it, um, if that makes sense. Um, it does. It does. It. Not everybody could do this. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's being able to empathize with someone's situation, without putting yourself too far in it of saying, "Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever for you." It's like, okay, it's the worst thing ever, but how can we get to a solution? Mm -hmm. Most people only see problems. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll next. Um. You know, it's lovely to have you here. I'm very excited to get on with this episode. <laughs> um, before we hop into everything, I always do a question time beforehand. Um, like I said, we have people who watch the podcast, listen to the podcast, who ask questions. Um, so I have a few of them today like um, to be able to answer with you. And I have some questions of my own that I would like to ask you. Um, first off, we have by your daughter who's sitting in the background. Um, who wants to know one? Uh, this one, Cecilia, the nutcase, uh, my fiance. Um, my oldest. Your oldest. And uh, is there a saying, the oldest and the boldest? Is that a saying? I don't know if that's a saying. Uh, don't take Yeah, you'll take it. Why not? Um, so you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. I'll answer it. She said, please don't. Uh, but she wants to know do you poop or pee first in the morning? Um, I brush my teeth. Brush your teeth. Yeah, there you go. First thing, I usually get out of bed first. I mean, so it's a it's very subjective. Yeah. To like, you know, how are you asking that question? <laughs> I'm just like, when. So when, there's a when, little bit how? more context than I need to that. To yeah. It. I, so, yeah. would you like to know like how or no? Okay, then we'll just skip over you then. Um, <laughs> I, I guess right here we have another one. Uh, Barbie or Oppenheimer. Um. Obviously, big movie release coming out this week. Two big movies with big box offices everybody's anticipating. Have you heard about any, either one of them? I think Barbie's cool. Barbie's cool. I've heard the the reviews yeah. for both of them are really good, but... I think Barbie's cool only because it's like, you know, it's always... Childhood like... and everything. No, it's not necessarily... Well, maybe. Yeah. But the premise of it, is, I think, is pretty cool that you take yourself out of this world of perfection and go into this world of, like... I had no idea. Kind of matrixy, right? Yeah. Like red pill or blue pill. Like, yeah, do you want to go exactly. into the real world or do you want to live in this perfect little space where nothing ever happens? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for Barbie, but I'm excited for Oppenheimer just because it looks awesome. And I don't know. I'm excited for it. I was like, uh, there was uh, showing something where every, I think it's every 12 years. Every 12 years, two big hit movies come out. So, like, uh, 2012, we had The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia come out at the same time. And, yeah, I'm, an, I'm a movie nerd, so I apologize. But, all right, we missed a lot of time with the pandemic in movies. Of so course, 100%. It's, you know, but then there, now there's a writer's strike and there's all kinds of things oh, yeah. right now. So, Too I guess much going on whatever's in out there right now, just take advantage of it because it may not happen for a little while. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we have. We have, um, so Big Sid wants to know, what animal would you, would you be if you could be any animal? It can be extinct or it can be alive today. Um, I guess if I had to be any, I guess, like I said before we did the podcast, dodo birds. I love dodo birds. I don't know why. They're just always, they've always been one of my favorite birds. And the fact that they're extinct kind of makes me upset. 
Um, but I'd either be a dodo bird or a llama. Just because llamas what are freaking awesome. Do? Like, what is their purpose? They just have I don't I don't know. They're just, I just think they're funny looking. Okay. And I feel like that's like my and what personality. Do you say? Llama. Yeah, because llamas are just beautiful. Okay. okay. In my world, they are. Okay. Well, I would be um an elephant. Nice. You know why? Why? Because elephants are really freaking smart. They are. And they care for their fellow elephants young mm -hmm. and furthermore the male elephants i know too much about elephants the male <laughs> elephants are with the young male elephants mm -hmm. they keep them in line so they when as they grow because if not they would be just these feral elephants that yeah. are obnoxious so we could take a lesson from oh yeah definitely you know, could from from them and they're you know otherwise maybe i'd be an ostrich Ostr love they're ostriches. fast and they're just like you don't mess with them and them. they will run you down yeah so i like the eggs that's a very weird the thing eggs. to say their ostrich eggs i think are really and i think i had one once i did not have anything like that they're Nicholas. huge like the yolk on the inside is huge okay well i, they I, are I don't huge. frequent you should ostrich you eggs. should definitely get an ostrich i've egg. seen it but you know, I think you would like an ostrich. Elephants egg. are just, you know, they're very gentle. Very gentle. They're very gentle for as large as they are. And they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're fast. I like watching the videos of them chasing. I think there was a video of one chasing a kid at like one of the petting zoos. Yeah, they're. And those are fun to watch. They're super protective. Of so, course. And they're super intelligent. So, I like to think I'm a little bit of both of those things. Of course. Why not? I wish I could be an animal every day. Leave I do my, not. Leave my human body for a little bit, become a dodo bird. I think that'll be fun. Um, Can we call you dodo? Why not? I'll take it. I will take it. I'll be I'll be dodo from now on. Um, our next question comes from Motion. Um, like you said, I don't know. If... What? Why are you laughing? She's laughing in the background. Um. So this one, in the podcast. yeah, you're not even in the podcast. Stay out of it. You want to be a part of it? You need to come over here. You want to be a part of it so bad. You will be. Um. So she wants to know, and I know I, I talked to you about this before, but you said you didn't know much about like the sports stuff. I'm logged out of here. No, I'm not. There we go. Um. So she asked. Um. Um. I'm gonna say the clean version. She said, "Kiss, Mary, kill, Phillies players, sports players." Um, I know you don't know too much about it, but I, I guess I'll do mine, my version, um, okay. just because, you know, um, love my sports a little too much. Um, well, I, you do know that I'm married have, to someone yeah, who, of course. um, is like, like fully into it. I can't even have a conversation with him. I've had multiple conversations with him about sports, it's, and I love it. It's on every tablet and every everything. It's got <laughs> some type of sports. That's how I am. Every, everywhere I go, I have sports everywhere. You know, whatever. So. Um, Definitely. Do you have like? Do you have any like previous sports players that you thought you know growing up? You're like, oh, they're handsome. No, I most certainly didn't. Um, and I, um, are, I, I don't, it's not that I don't care. Yeah. 
I know your podcast is all about sports. Of course. But it's, unless there's anything about track and field, I don't mm-hmm. go running. I'm, there you go. I'm not really, I'm not paying too much attention. About it, yeah. I, I had a uh, history of growing up and my dad being very involved in baseball. Yeah. And I think I just kind of blocked it out of my existence. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is the old Harry Callis days. Yeah. Of, you know hearing that sound is like kind of grates on me but then i marry somebody who's fully into, fully it. All in. into baseball all specifically in. so it's the best way to be it's it is fun so you were gonna say you were i uh, yeah i i don't know what to you know what i won't do just baseball but uh cecilia really hates um i i would have to say for kiss i'd put um bryce harper Bryce Harper is a very handsome guy, and Cecilia thinks he looks like a a witch, for some reason, right? I don't know why though. He's a very handsome dude. Um, Mary, I'd have to do Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. quarterback for the Eagles, because mm-hmm. you know he's awesome. And Kill, I'd have to do. I don't want to get arrested for saying this, but either Dak Prescott or. Patrick Mahomes, probably, because he made us lose the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'd say the Dak Prescott. He made us lose. So, so, you suck. I'm going to kill him. Why not? In, not not literally. Not literally. Not literally. In your, in your methodical world. In my methodical sports world, I'd have to get them both out. Um, And we have one more question by Steph Oster, who watches, who says, When can I be on the podcast? Um, future episodes. I have so many people asking to be on it. So, um, you know, we're so close to hitting 500. I believe I'm at 481 listeners right now total. So, After this, you're going to be at like a thousand. At least a thousand. Least. I have to be. Come on, guys. At so least let's let's get it. If I could hit a thousand within this episode being uploaded, I'd be happy. You're welcome. Thank you. At least five thousand. We'll be five thousand. Then he'll definitely let me call him Dodo. Of course. So yeah, we'll I'll definitely bring more people on soon. Um, I guess this question, this will be my last one, then we can jump into the actual topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask my view, my, you know, I've only had two guests on here before, but I've always asked them, you know, what's your favorite movie that that's what I personally want to know about you. Um, do you have a favorite movie and a favorite musical artist? And then I guess also you can answer, do you have an inspiration? I guess that keeps you going in life every day that you look to. Um, my inspiration is, um, my inspirations are my kids. Nice. Nice answer. Amen. But, you know, it's, you can't have one without the other, right? Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. So, um, my favorite movie is, uh, well, I grew up in South Philly, so my favorite movie franchise, not my favorite movie, Mm -hmm. is Rocky. Okay. Have you seen the Creed movies at all? Yes. Nice. Stop it. Nice. Why did you even ask me that question? Nice. I haven't seen the newest Creed 2 one just yet. came out for free on Amazon Prime. So, because yeah. I just could not bring myself to just go to the movies by myself. Because there's too many humans in my house. Oh, right of course. Where are you going? Why would you be leaving? <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you doing? Go watch Creed. Let me by be. By yourself? Um, and to be quite honest, um, I am the only boxing fan that exists. Really? Yes. So I think it's awesome. And nice. um, I love any franchise. I mm-hmm. love the Fast and Furious franchise. 
No, just mm. they they will have a fast car of it. You know, yeah. it's just it's. Enough. I missed the older movies. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah, well, whatever. There's like yeah. hundred of them. Yeah. There's like ten. But, but now they're in space. I don't understand that. They? I don't understand that. I really don't. I didn't. I didn't take note of that one. Don't but, understand it. Um, and just don't don't. You know, it's 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 like it seems like oh, Rocky is so typical. Like whoa, no, it, it's really like it's about an underdog. Yeah. And it's about fighting and pushing through. Like pushing past things, and that's what I do. I help people push past things. Mm-hmm. So it's just very, it's it's not like a. And you notice he never works out in a gym. Really? Yeah, he never works out in a gym. He always he he he. You don't, you're gonna have to watch this again. Yeah, I just he I either, just rewatched the first one. Yeah, not he, too long you ago. don't remember when he, like he his his um heavy bag is a is is a slab it's of slab meat. of meat. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and his even in like you know when he fights Drago and he's outside pushing sleds. Mm-hmm. He's outside in the cold while Draco's inside. I need to training in the, the gym with all those, now. like, you know, all the, the, the running, you know, oxygen, you know, apparatuses and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, anyway, it's my favorite movie outside of, uh, the reason that some people like it. Mm-hmm. So. Hundred percent. That's awesome. I would say Twilight, but yeah, uh, you might get banned. So yeah, exactly. I'll let that go. Yeah. <laughs> The books are good. Love the For books. Sure. I think I've read each and every one of them just because my mom had them lying around and I needed something to do. You need something to do. You need so something to like, you know. Just read it. Amazing. Love them. Of course. Such a great, such a great book. Movies are awesome. Are they? I think I've only watched the first one. Why? I don't know. Oh, we just talked about this the other day. Yeah. That the, the, the budget got a lot higher mm-hmm. as the movie went. And then the CGI baby. It is the same thing out. with Rocky too, though. Yeah. Yeah, the CGI baby was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But Just a little bit. I don't care. Couldn't yeah. wait to see it. So <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Um, but yeah, um, Creed's and Rocky Bell. Rocky Bell Bow is good too. Mm-hmm. Didn't you see that? No. Why? I don't know. What's wrong? A lot. A lot is wrong. <laughs> that's good. And that's where like you know, the whole Creed thing comes from. Yeah. So watch that. I need to. Jeez. I watched Creed 1. What? See, I've, I think I've watched one. Yeah, I think Dude. I've watched. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched the second one or the third one. Oh yet. my gosh! Okay, I need we'll, to. we'll have another recap once he actually watches it, and then we'll go. Comes back to me. And the Matrix is by far one of my love the Matrix. Love the Matrix. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Like just life altering. Mm-hmm. What? Such a good questions. Movie. Red pill or blue pill? It's questionable on my day. Mm-hmm. I'll take the red. I don't remember what they do. But what? One you no, live I in think, like a yeah, you okay. live in a false reality, and one you like you go and like actually. This, you do. This the spoon is actually not bent. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember that? Ugh. It's been a while since He's I've got washed a lot of work it. To do. It's been a while. There is no spoon. No. No, not even ringing Come a bell. On. I need right, to rewatch it again. I you need to rewatch know. it again. I really need you to rewatch it. You guys know there it. is no spoon. I remember the, what was it, the White Rabbit? Some not the White Rabbit. Yes. Good to watch it. Yeah. Gotta rewatch it. All right. And then, yeah, do you have a favorite artist, I guess, you listen to? That's a very hard question. Yeah. Because I have a huge music collection. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. So, 
it's going to be a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm um, between 90s grunge and the 80s and 90s. And it's, and now, I mean, I don't, I don't have a favorite, favorite, favorite artist mm-hmm. ever. There's too many to name, exactly. to be quite honest with you. Yes, they, yeah, I'm the same way. I can't really pick and choose because there's too many that I like, and a lot of them that I do like either passed or they're still here, but they're too old now. Who? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people. Elton John is old. He's Love not John. old. He's not old, but he's like concert. getting there. Did you really? Yes, he was amazing. Oh, so Love him. I was actually, I think I might have been pregnant with Cecilia. Really? I think I was. Awesome. I can't remember. Or maybe it was eight. I can't remember. It was one, it was one, one of the, of the humans. Anyway. Living. Uh, he was awesome. That's awesome. He came out all sparkly. Yeah, I wanted to see, I wanted to see him. I wanted to see David Bowie when he was alive. That's a and then Queen, if, you know, Freddie Mercury, Mercury never passed. Definitely would have wanted like, to see them. He's crazy. Absolutely. So, yeah, I can't, I can't pick. Um, yeah, I guess we can jump now into the actual topic of the podcast um like i said in last week's episode this podcast this episode might be a little bit um i know it's it's a tough subject for me to talk about for a lot of different reasons um but i feel like it's it can be sensitive to some people who are listening to it um and maybe triggering i guess in some ways um but yeah today's topic will be based a little uh not a little bit but around you know the mental health aspect um and yeah mental health suicide um you know panic disorders all that um kind of just want to talk about a lot of that because mental health in a way is not really talked about as much as it should be um there's so many um so many different people you know in the world and people that we may know personally who you know suffer from these types of disorders um and mental mental health um you know um yeah just uh, yeah. i would call them uh, oh, i don't want to say mental illness because no, yeah challenges challenges good. that are opportunity they're they're opportunities let me back up just like your heart or mm-hmm. your lungs or your leg or if you break your arm your bones whatever your brain is also an organ. Mm-hmm. So your brain needs healing as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. So it isn't, it has a stigma to it mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, there's something wrong with you. It's, mm-hmm. well, would you say that if you had a cast on your arm? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. No, it just needs some help. Healing. Yeah, it just needs to, and it just needs to take time with its healing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited, especially with your background and with the job that you have. Um, I feel like, you know, this is a really good uh, subject and topic to talk about. Um, And I guess, yeah, so I guess I'll start off. And a lot of you, a lot of you guys have really been waiting for this one. I'm excited about it. Um, As somebody who's kind of, who's kind of like suffered with um, anxiety for a little bit of time, not too much, but enough that... um, you know, I deal with it a lot every day, and sometimes I don't even notice that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and not too many people, you know, like I said, it's not talked about enough. And the only, I guess people only think, you know, there's just anxiety or, you know, but there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the different types, you know, we have 
um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, social anxiety, um, PTSD, uh, generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, um, specific phobia and agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's not leaving your house for those who don't know. Yeah, that I just I just figured that out recently because yeah. there's another podcast that I listen to. Um, there's a dude who does same stuff you do. He decided to make a podcast about mental health, and I just found that out from an episode Very he did cool. about what yeah, agoraphobia it's, is. It's crazy. Like it's it's a real thing. Um, I had a I had a crisis consult with someone who was in that situation, mm-hmm. and just asking her to go to the front porch was a lot. It was like erupted in a whole panic so it's it's hard but it's usually because of something that mm-hmm. happened Definitely. that they shelter in this house but um depression is probably the leading cause of um a lot of the um mental health issues that people are are those things are catalysts for those other issues that you mentioned are kind of jumping off points like if you have depression you usually have anxiety Mm-hmm. or if you have depression like there could be like ptsd but it's it like some people are manic in their depression or in their um um in their anxiety like meaning like some people will, will just go into like a total sense of like won't get out of bed yeah 100 percent. or some people go into a manic state where they're doing things that they wouldn't normally do like you know like cleaning their house or mm-hmm. doing some you know over exercising or things because they're combating anxiety that they otherwise have no control over yeah um and also when you have schizophrenia Mm. that's something that's also manic yeah they'll go out and spend money like erratically um they also have like crazy sexual tendencies and but it's not something they can control and Mm -hmm. some people with that don't even know that they're aware that they're doing it so that's something that's not widely talked about because Mm. it's just Oh, they're just crazy. Yeah. It's no, they really have something wrong with their brain that they it's like their brain gets hijacked and doesn't even allow them to know what they're doing, let alone know who they are. So, um there's a lot of different medications and things, but I just believe in the holistic mm-hmm. side of things, mind, body, spirit. Because if you're not taking you can take care of your mind all you want, but if yeah. you're not taking care of your body and your spirit, what's 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 it matter like i can give somebody all the medication and all the therapy but if they're not you know eating right and taking care of themselves like going for walks or going to do exercising or whatever they do um or if they're not spiritual if they're not spiritual there is at least some form of meditation oh yeah some form of something that they can do but Mm. if they are like myself that's prayer and that's staying in the word and that's doing things that are keeping your spirit in line so I just don't believe in what I do. You can't have, you can only just focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people who struggle with those things because they've had a really traumatic storm Past, or someone who's has PTSD because let's say that they've, they've been in the military or mm-hmm. they've witnessed something crazy that they are just, it just, it sits in them or they've mm-hmm. endured some crazy trauma that they have, um, they're they're enduring that so it's 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 not just about what they're they have it's not about a diagnosis Mm -hmm. it's about what are you doing to um help heal yourself so 
it's not like oh i'm so and so and i'm recovering recovering you know depressive mm-hmm. compulsive like it's not <laughs> like that it's more like you know i i may have this forever but i know what the things i need to do when i feel that coming on yeah so just like for example people i i i help are they will have panic attacks while i'm talking to them or anxiety mm-hmm. attacks and it's just it's simple things like you know grabbing some ice and holding some ice in your hand getting some sour candy or box breathing or there's all kinds of techniques that you can use um but it's just you learn as you go um and i had extensive training on each type of mental illness but it's very fascinating how our brain is just designed to protect you Mm -hmm. so it will fight you on anything you try to do to help it yeah which is why people get caught up in like you mentioned like dealing with anxiety every day it's like your brain is smart but it's really stupid yeah 100 percent. nine nine times out of ten it'll it's just designed to keep you, you out of danger yeah ultimately so when it sees a when you're trying to come on that journey to heal anything that you're faced with will show as red even though it's not a threat mm-hmm it'll your mind you almost have to train your brain to think is this gonna harm me mm-hmm. if not that's how i help people that exactly. i deal with it's like but what does that do how does it make you feel and what can you do to if that happens again mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot um suicide is crazy um oh, prevalent right now and i i know there's some sensitive sensitivity around that and i've you know, just to get a little personal, I have endured that mm-hmm. a few times. And it's um, it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. But it's people who don't want to... Um, they, I don't think they want to die. Yeah. Right? It's more like they want their pain to end. Mm-hmm. It's like... so they, But they think that that's the only way out. Yeah. they. I know a lot of times they don't want to... It's not... Yeah, like you said, like it's not that they don't want to... It's not that they want to die, but they want to get away from the problem, and they don't see any other way to yeah, exactly. get rid of it, and they think that that's the only way out. Um, you know, I've I like I've had people in my lives who have dealt with it. I've had people that I've lost due to yep, me suicide too. and mental health, and it's definitely a toll. It takes a very big toll on you and your mental health, and yeah, for sure. it's a scary situation. Um, and well, it's, um. Those people that struggle with those suicidal thoughts and, and those ideations. And when I say ideations, it's like the act of, right? It's mm-hmm. the thoughts kind of come and go and they think, well, my life would be better off without me here because they're enduring whatever it is. Of course. Um, and usually there's some underlying stuff going on, mm-hmm. like depression or maybe they have an eating disorder. Maybe they're just living in a house that's just completely awful or they're in an yeah. abusive situation. Whatever. Insert your thing here but they can only see what's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about their family. They're not thinking about their loved ones who do want them genuinely to care about them and want They're them not to thinking about get better at all. Or maybe they don't know. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is when, like when someone is just trying to, you know, get out of whatever situation they may not have, they may not have the ability to go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. They may not have the ability to, they don't may not have healthcare mm-hmm. to go and get the help that they need, which is why it's so important that there are people that are readily available, say like myself, mm-hmm. who can come in and say, 
hey, I want to help you. This is, let's talk through this. Let's see how we can, you know, there are people that I help. There's no pain that involved. It's just, that's what I do. It's rapid response, like psychological first aid. Mm -hmm. So it's, you matter. And if you can speak from a place where I will never talk about something I haven't lived through. Yeah. I won't do that. Because if I don't understand it, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, this is out of my scope. Because I firmly believe if you're going to help somebody else, you need to be able you to. You need to 100% know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like based on your own experience, but it is. Like you have to make your life a testimony to something. <laughs> and that's for me, That's this is what that is. So I'm very concerned about that for reasons that are... Like you mentioned, you lose people to it. You you know, you maybe have gone through it yourself. But, you know, for your listeners, it's if I were to give anybody an advice on that, it's you only see what's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And if you step back and look at the picture, if you're really close to it, you're not going to see what's exactly. it's too close. You're only going to see these little pixelated, you know, things. If you step all the way back, you can see that this as as cliche as it sounds, it will pass. Mm -hmm. But that is, may require you getting some help mm -hmm. and finding someone who's a mental health coach or finding someone who can help you through this bump in your life. Because if you were to put your life on a long piece of paper, mm -hmm. like really, like stretch it, like miles and miles and miles and miles, that little thing is like one little tiny like blip. It's out of the million out of the other... millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of things that you're going to you know face in your life and mm -hmm. the good the good things and the bad things and then not so who cares things yeah but um it's, it's a great illustration i've never seen it like that yeah i mean if you stretch that over like like states and states and states i mean think about how long your life is yeah and all the things you've got like like for anybody that is going through that like you've gotten through a hundred percent of your worst days mm -hmm. if today is a bad day for you you'll get through this bad day too you just may need some help getting through it mm -hmm. and that's fine ask for the help i would much rather ask for help than try to figure it out on my own yeah for sure and anybody in my house can attest to that except if i have to cook or clean yeah. then i'm like <laughs> no, i'm not asking for any help but um it's a really prevalent thing right now right now with our youth because they just don't feel like they have an outlet to go. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, them. definitely like nowadays too, I've seen a lot of cases and I know people personally who have dealt with this too where um, it's kind of like a peer pressure thing as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like, not that they're, not only that they're struggling behind the scenes, but you know, they have people who are like, oh yeah, you know, you should just kill yourself, you know. Um, oh, if you don't mount, you like it's just peer pressure and senses, and it's 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 insensitivity because these are ultimately people who are so unhappy with their own existence mm -hmm. that they just want to bring somebody into their own of course, to yeah, their own misery. And it's it sounds like well, it's just a bully. No, that person's a bully for a reason. Yeah, there's something that they're enduring that it that's their defense mechanism. So yes, it does suck, but also these um you know. Let's use the, the people who are, say, 19, 20, 18, around that, that range. They all lived through a global pandemic mm. that no one has ever lived through before in our lifetime. Yeah. And they all had to figure out how to do school from home and this, that, and the third. And um, the suicide rate was had jumped about 25% mm. just in 2020, 20, 20, 
two alone yeah for um 18 to 23 that is staggering because they were just so far removed from their own circles and lot i mean depression just went through the roof definitely and now all these folks are trying to acclimate to life and and to college and the world and mm -hmm. they've gone you know bonkers to a lot of it however um just to give you some a, a picture of how important this is for me seven hundred thousand people die of suicide every year mm -hmm. worldwide 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 yeah that's 40 people a day that's a lot more than what it has to be which is the sad part is it's and it's like how much is it an hour like 12 probably more than that um i don't know it's 40 people a day so do the math yeah. nick come on my math is really bad. Well, you said I, you were going over, so yeah. <laughs> um, it is. Um, it's just sad. entirely too many for for the fact that mental health is just as important as your physical health. Hundred percent. Everybody yes. says mental illness, but mental health is. That's just the one as thing important. I hate too is that it's played out to be an illness rather than. It's health. It's health. It's it's making sure that your mind is is you're doing. You're caring for your mind just as much as you may take mm -hmm. care of your body by eating right and <clears throat> exercising and doing all those things. And um, why can't you do that? Why, your brain is an organ. Would you work out and and would you work out and you know eat right and do all these things, but then go smoke and do drugs? It would counteract it, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you do all those things and then you work a really crazy stressful job, you don't do anything to like, you know, meditate or, or get help, right? Go talk to somebody um, to, to clear that clutter from your head. That's not really taking care of yourself. Yeah. So that's why we have all these crazy staggering, um, you know, statistics is because it's, 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 it's like a, it's, it's looked at like, um, it has a stigma attached to it. Mm-hmm a crazy stigma that if you have something you go talk to a therapist you must be crazy mm -hmm. no so i'm going to talk to someone yeah. so i can if, if you had something wrong with your heart and you went talk to a cardiologist would anybody think twice about it no no exactly so that's how for a while um i was you know i always had you know family and friends were like very close family friends who were like you know if you really need to help you know if you don't think we're helping out enough go see a therapist for a while i held it off for so long because you know i thought i could do the help myself yep. you know i thought you know I, I can do it myself i'll be perfectly fine and then um it just kind of took a toll on me for a while my anxiety and depression kind of just hit me in waves and at yeah, one point it, it sounds really stupid um but i was what <laughs> it's really stupid i swear it is i was watching the sopranos and um his whole shtick with the therapist i was like you know what maybe i should see a therapist it's really stupid that that's what brought me up to doing it and what kind of made me kind of tick and finally get into it. Um, but, you know, eventually I did see a therapist. And even to this day, like, it's so helpful. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm getting the help that I need. I feel like I'm, you know, I, yeah, I struggle here and there more times than not, more times than I need to be. But that help from, you know, therapists, friends and family, you can get what you need. You know, you don't have to sit there and dwell in your pain um and you don't need to feel like you're alone because you have people you have the resources you can use and you know don't just ever feel like you're down you have you're those people right. with you and that's not stupid 
Yeah. Usually you got to a breaking point where mm-hmm. you're like, I can't do this and I can't leave this on my family's mm-hmm. lap either. Because a therapist and like people like myself, like, you know, crisis counselors and people who are like the, I'm the right now person, but then I'm also the person who helps you along. Um, but those, those people are very um, neutral, unbiased parties. Mm-hmm. Your family is, your family wants to fix you. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So, but what someone who's trained in mental health can do is they look at it from a very like high level 30,000 mm-hmm. foot view. Like I want to get to know you. I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your family. I don't know all your, your, your things. Um, so it's, it's neutral. It's neutral ground. Like you're, you, you don't, your family already has a preconceived notion about you mm-hmm. and maybe knows what you've dealt with. Well, this is like, or maybe you haven't disclosed everything. There are people, yes, who want to help you. But, like, I can speak from just me. I have a husband who wants to fix everything. Mm-hmm. But he just that's just who he's to be. Mm-hmm. But he can't fix everything. So it's like, well, just do this. It's, you need a non-partial view mm-hmm. as to how to do this. So I'm proud of you for going 100%. and getting, you know, help that you need. And mm-hmm. they don't live in your everyday. Yeah. Which is so important, especially for listeners to know. Like, if you get help, though, those people don't live in your everyday, but they are, if they're worth their salt, they're going to give you the tools that you need that you can take in your everyday because it's up to you whether or not you want to, you know, don't, don't waste your time, right? You'll know if they're for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's someone that you, is is giving you, like, the the tools and the, not coddling you. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Your family is going to give you, like, you can do it. And yeah. you want someone that's like, <laughs> you know, got to do these things this week yeah. to get to the next. Like, they should have goals for you. 100%. So that's um, it's huge in mental health because if you, like I said, if you have something wrong with your heart, heaven forbid, I'm just saying, if I'm just using that, your cardiologist will say, okay, we need you to do this. We need you to do this next thing, this next thing. And you'll listen to them. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a health summary and health plan. Your brain's no different. Mm. No different. hundred percent. And yeah, I feel like, you know, luckily I've, I've been, you know, blessed to have, you know, Cecilia by my side, who's been, you know, rather than telling me, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It'll be good. You know, she actually takes time out of, out of her day to sit down and actually figure out these problems with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not just like, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll be good. It's fine. You know, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh you're sad now. Pass. It'll yeah. pass. Like she right, actually, right. I'm very blessed that she's. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you know I I may piss her off a little bit or irritate her, but um, yeah, she was really helpful in every way, and I definitely feel like I've definitely improved a lot. I feel like I've definitely, um, just definitely feel a lot better um when I'm able to talk to her so that's awesome i'm very blessed to have that yeah, of course you are and i agree it's a good one of course you did 100 um, but you do have to have a partner in your life that supports you mm-hmm. um if that's where you are in your life you don't have to i'm just saying if you are with someone who should support you on this journey that you're of healing mm-hmm. that's really super super important um and to know like you know not to know like why are you like this now it's like it probably has a whole boatload of past to mm-hmm. it. And if if 
that person is, you know, is like you're mentioning about Cecilia, it's like they'll stick it out with you. But if you don't know what you don't know, you don't know. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to help you if you don't tell me how to help you. So, and maybe they don't have the tools to help you. Maybe they're like, listen, I want to support you, but we got to get some help. Right. Like, I'll give you an example. I, um, uh, after I had my son, Xavier, um, I experienced severe postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really nothing I had experienced before. Um, and I would say to my husband, like, God, something's wrong. And he was like, eventually, he's like, I guess he was so tired of trying to help me in this mm -hmm. space because he didn't know how. He's like, I think you need to go talk to somebody. I think you need to go see a doctor. But it was, it took him to say that in order for me, like to your point earlier, mm -hmm. to go and do go it. Go and do it. Yeah. And then once I did, it was like, I got the help I needed and I was okay. Mm -hmm. But it's something that people won't talk about because they're ashamed. Mm -hmm. I was very ashamed. I was like, I have this brand new baby. I shouldn't be. Why am I so depressed? Like, yeah. why am I so sad? But there's so many people in this world that are just sad and they're depressed and they just think there's no way out. There's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways. Oh, of you course. just have to just, you know, know that people care. And maybe it's somebody that you've never talked to before. Mm -hmm. Like me. These people I talk to don't know me. Yeah. But somehow they connect with me to tell me, you know, what's my next step? And it's it's really an honor to have seen people um, go from their very, like, a dark, very dark time in the yeah, world of course. to finally seeing a light. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 I was put in a position where I was able to use my own experiences, experiences. to help others, which is. And it's always a good thing to do because there's people who you know, may not know what the heck they're doing. And, you know, they look to somebody who has dealt with that. I know I had a friend once who, you know, was, it was her first time, you know, she, out of nowhere, was just having panic attacks after panic attacks. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, she found out, I forget, I think I told her or something, but um, she, you know, came to me and asked me for the help. She's like, hey, I'm dealing with this and I know you deal with it, you know, and, yeah. you know, I gave her tips and tricks. And since then, I think she hasn't had any problem um, you know, eventually she did get the help that she needed um, for those certain things that she was dealing with, which I'm very happy about. Um, but yeah, it's, I always think it's really cool to help people based off of your own experiences and having somebody come to you. Um, yeah. When I, I never thought I'd have that, you know, have somebody come to me for help with something. Well, that... sure. I mean, if you, if you, there has to be a level of trust, like mm -hmm. I said in the beginning, like if someone trusts you enough that they can come to you with something that's probably that's not just alien them, mm -hmm. but it's it has some shame attached to it, has some embarrassment attached to it, and it has a lot of like um a fear attached to it. Mm -hmm. But talking to someone that they trust is it's 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 like it's like it's like exposing a part of themselves that mm -hmm. they've been probably trying to keep covered for a very long time. So I'm glad that they came to you and you 100%. were able to give them some. Don't ever think people don't ever think that you can't be used. Yeah. You'll be used more than you think you will. Especially with dealing with your own um your own struggles. Mm -hmm. So take it. Empathize with it. You're good at that. Can be. <laughs> Can Some, be. Sometimes. Um 
but yeah, I just, oh, I like this. This has been very awesome to be able to have you here and just talk about everything. I've definitely learned a lot about, a lot more about what you do. Um, you know, I only know a tiny bit, but now I feel like I know a lot more, there's which is pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. Definitely. That's a whole nother, that's a conversation for another time, but it's, you know, for anyone that's that's thinking that you don't have a way out, I promise you that you do. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listening, it is. It's never as bad as it seems. Mm. Take a step away from it far enough that you can see it for what it is. And like I said earlier, you've gone through a hundred percent of your bad days. Mm. And there's a lot, definitely a, a lot, lot more, more to come to get through. A lot more to get through. A lot more obstacles that you can definitely take charge of and yeah. control. And that's how I see it. Um, I know lately I've been doing um, where if I feel moments of panic or any kind of depression or anxiety, I take it. I'm like, hey, I have a lot of energy right now. I don't have any anxiety. I'm full of energy right now. So I kind of, you know, take that negative, turn it to a positive stance. And Mm -hmm. it just puts a whole new world, a whole new perspective on everything that I'm dealing with or that other people are dealing with. So I highly recommend doing that if you are going through anything. I feel like that would be a very, very helpful tactic. It is. It is. You're absolutely right. And also. So many different things. um, Exercise is a huge. 100%. um, It's a huge component to, especially to combat depression. Mm -hmm. Um, Anxiety, yes. But depression, especially with um, just decluttering your mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and some people are depressed because of the fact that maybe they're dealing with something that's making them depressed. Like, so they eat or, you know, everybody has their thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, or they don't eat. But I can tell you from experience that getting out even for a walk and sweating and getting yourself moving tells your brain that it has to pause what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Your brain can't think of two things at the same time. No matter what anybody tells you, your brain is not that smart. You can think of like, oh, I have a thought over here, but I'm only focused on this right now. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't I can't talk to someone over here while I'm doing this. Like, your brain is not designed to do that. So if you go out and you start moving, you start walking, your brain can't think of like, oh, I wish I was depressed and laying in my bed. It's walking now. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's just tricking your mind and just to doing the one thing, get out, go walk, go move, go run, go just whatever it is, whatever, whatever that thing is, get outside mm-hmm. because it's, it's something that will, like I said, your brain can't think of two things at the same time. You'll be really surprised how much better you feel after that. 100%. 100%. Movement is extremely important. Always just don't health. overwork yourself. No, I, no, no, I find no. doing that too many times where I overwork myself. Mental health is, 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 is in a helpful way. Mental health is, is exactly the same thing as your regular health. Of like course. you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna do a billion sit ups a day. Mm-hmm. You kill your ass. Of course. It's no different. But your brain's no different. Mm-hmm. But your brain is not as, don't give your brain too much credit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, just remember that one thing at a time. <laughs> you can only do one thing at a time. Always one thing at a time. And and not just that you'll get through bad days. You have so many more good days. Mm-hmm. 
to look forward to. It's just a bad moment. It's a bad time. It doesn't, it doesn't last forever. This uh, storms won't last forever. The sun will come out. Thank you, Annie. That's one of my... Love, Annie. Love, Annie. Mm -hmm. I always think of that song whenever I'm having some bad time. Sing that song. Will you? I just think it's a hard night life. And, uh, yeah, it know. can be. It can be. I feel like Miss Hannigan's running all over my mind. I do, too. I do, too. Terrorize me. Get out of here. <laughs> you loony. Get out of here with your drunkenness. Or uh, what's his name? The... Um, What was her? Um, What was her the... brother? Was her brother? Rooster. Rooster. Rooster's my favorite. I like yeah. Rooster. Yeah. We it's... gotta do a musical episode. I think that's amazing. I just did one with my that. brother, but I feel it's like awesome. we gotta do it again. Yeah. I feel like that'd be She fun. was definitely in need of some mental health. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Regrouping. Too much that. She needs some. Alcohol. And maybe it's Alcohol Anonymous. Yeah, exactly. She needs some. She needs some substance. <laughs> substance abuse. Uh, help there. Glasses. But yeah, this has definitely been awesome to have you here. Yeah, um, I hope I was able to give you some insight and help people know that they have um, your purpose to be here. Hundred percent. You know, life. and today might not be as exciting as it as you thought it'd be but tomorrow you definitely have a lot more to look forward to you have a lot more to do so you know get up go out there with you know a smile on your face you know take on the world that's how i always see it yeah um and definitely if you are struggling um 100 go get the help that you need don't don't waste a second you know go get that help because you may find it might not help you out but it really does help you out um, and there's always a better way out of those issues, um, a better way out of any of those obstacles and challenges that you're going through. You know, you're not going through it alone and people love you and cherish you. Um, yeah. And if you are experiencing any type of crisis, mm -hmm. any type of trauma, any type of suicidal thoughts, or just you need someone to talk to, um, please dial 988. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just a suicide prevention line. It's a crisis line. Mm -hmm. So it could be that you were just in a really bad space mm -hmm. and that is a resource and they will, they're trained just as I am to help you through that moment. It's just a moment. Mm -hmm. And then to help you even, you know, they will outreach to help you get what you need. Definitely. So please use that. It's not just a suicide not hotline. Just, yeah. It is a crisis hotline, 988. And that's where a lot of people, they're like, a lot of people don't really, I guess you use that number to it. It's to its advantage because they, yeah. just like you said, they think it's just a suicide no, hotline, it but it's, it's a lot more than that. It's a crisis intervention line, and that means you can feel sad, you can feel depressed, you can feel um, just like completely outside of yourself, or you just had a really bad day and you mm -hmm. need to talk to someone because you're just you know, just in a complete crazy funk and it's just, it's, it's, it's affecting your every day. Mm -hmm. Please call. Definitely. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you it's on this episode. Thank you for having me. Of course. I, I would love it. to have you back on it again at some point. Well, you're I'm a little stuck sure. with me now, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I guess the, you know, the viewers would definitely love to have you again. They've been hyping it up. They've been very excited. So yeah. Thank you so much for you're having me. You're so welcome. Um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Again, guys, uh, this is the Obelisk Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Nicole. There you go. Nick and Nicole. 
Um, so thank you guys for sitting here and taking time to listen to the episode. Um, just like we said, if you guys are struggling, please go and get the help that you need. Um, dial 988, get the help that yeah. you can have with that. and um, Reach out. And if you have any um, questions, definitely put them through. I can try to help in any way that I mm-hmm. can. And um, if there's any of you that are looking for help and you're a little afraid or not sure how to do it, I can help you do that. 100%. So if you guys do need that help, um, don't, you know, hesitate to jump into the Instagram messages and we can definitely set up something to get the help that you guys need. Um, and if you see somebody out there today, you know, you can tell they're struggling, you know, try and put a smile on their face, say hi, don't hesitate to yep. reach out to people. That's can, one of my favorite things to do. It is, is, you know what, I'll be honest with you, you can people. completely change someone's whole day 100% by just having a conversation mm-hmm. with them. Um, I've always wanted to do those things where you uh, you walk up to a man, give him a, a rose, and they're like, oh, what is this? And you're like, oh, well, you know, not, you know, men usually don't receive their first set of flowers until their funeral. That's so, true. Well, you know, I've always like trying to do something to make somebody's day and just put a smile on their well, face. Well, I can tell you this. When you give, it actually makes you feel better mm-hmm. when you give. And that could just be giving a smile or a friendly hello or a you know, just, just whatever. Cause that person could think like, Hey, this is my last day on this earth. Mm-hmm. But man, that was the first person that said hi to me in, exactly. in a month or two weeks or whatever, or buy them a coffee or something, just pay for them. And it's just, it, it's just small gestures go a long way. You have no idea what you could, you could change the trajectory of someone's mm-hmm. entire existence. Exactly. So be kind, be kind, be aware. And we would, we could we could learn a lot from the people who um are trying to help others through things that they've been through mm-hmm. like yourself thank, thank you, you so much for your, of course thank you so much for your kind words um and yeah thank you guys for listening to the all bliss podcast peace out guys peace out <laughs>